0: No, you're not
1: alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning with us and great folks. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, he's one of the owners over there. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and getting you to the closing table. You can reach Randy and his folks at six four five zero seven three six. Also, at the time you're going to close, you can pick the closing attorney that you want to uh, use, and I can't recommend anyone higher than Lee Harris over at Limestone Title and Escrow. She's legal counsel over there. They do a great job, and you can reach them because they will be able to get you closed at six four nine seven nine six four. And also remember to get the cookies because they've got great cookies. And you can reach me, Bob or anytime. If you're thinking about selling or even buying, we've got a big team of agents. And quite frankly, helping you to uh, to sell your home would be my honor. All you need to do is let me know. 376-5483 is my direct cell number. Or you can go online, uh, bobsellslouisville.com or weselllouisville.com. Those are two places to uh, to be able to see in contact with me all right let's start the news of the week the big thing was fed this past wednesday did not raise the short-term rates but they did say that they expect to raise it at least that's what the Fed chairman says at least twice by the end of this year so randy what does that mean to all of us
0: well i mean short term to a certain extent obviously affects long-term rates um uh, I really don't understand why they're raising rates I mean we, we have inflation is under control except for gasoline is the only sector that it's not and uh, what it means to us is is possibly rates might not come down they're they're you know and 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 I'll tell you this is what's interesting about this and it's never happened in the 20 years I've been in business is there's a lot of data that is skewed anymore for example they're saying that employment is uh still rolling well they put the uh a lot of the laser section in uh which which when when employment is still rolling they keep interest rates up um uh and there's a lot of things there it just it is a new norm uh now with the way uh reports and things are coming out on rates and it is the first time bob and you know we followed them for a long time very abeib yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the first time where he stomped and he says, I just cannot get a reading because there's so much inaccurate information coming out and it's really, uh, it's really kind of becoming, um, uh, it's kind of a circus to a certain extent. It oh, really I agree.
1: Is. It is, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not going to be able to put any sense to what's going on. The only news we have is that they're on hold. For now, they haven't raised the rate, uh, the short term rates this past week. So good for them. All right. We're going to move on. A reminder if you want to uh, see and hear this show, we rebroadcast it on our YouTube channel. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. We go to Lee Harris over at Limestone. This first question comes from uh, Michael, who just moved here from California, Lee, and he really wants fresh eggs. He's a bodybuilder. <laughs> So he needs protein. And he said he would like to raise chickens in his new Louisville home, but he's concerned that he would break violations of some sort. In the email, he's asking, is there any way to have chickens in his backyard, especially if they don't crow in the morning? I guess (laughs) cock-a-doodle-doo.
2: Good question, Michael. A lot of people are going to getting the fresh eggs through their chickens in their yards now. So um The first thing you're gonna wanna do is check if you're in an HOA, or I guess if you're in a condo, you probably don't have a yard, but if you're in an HOA or something like that, they're gonna have bylaws, they're gonna have rules. And one of those rules is gonna address whether or not you can have certain livestock, live animals. It might address what kind of animals, how big they can be, et cetera. Um, So that's the first place to go because if you put up a chicken coop in your backyard and it's against the HOA rules, Uh, then they're going to come and tell you to take it down. So you're going to be spinning your wheels. So uh, if you're out in the country, then you probably don't have an HOA. You probably don't have rules like that. So, you know, agricultural, more, more rural properties uh, are probably a little more, less restrictive.
1: Well, how about say Oldham County, one of the big um, subdivisions like Hillcrest, could somebody uh, have chickens in their yard there?
2: Well, uh, undoubtedly, animals and what and that type of animal that's not considered a quote-unquote standard pet is probably addressed in their HOA rules. And my guess is if anybody has had chickens out there and the neighbors didn't like it, that they're probably prohibiting them <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, if, it,
1: if you don't have a rooster and it doesn't go mm-hmm. cock-a-doodle-doo, maybe that's the <laughs> yeah. answer. Yeah you never know all right well, hopefully <laughs> michael so the answer you got the answer is just check with the local authorities hoa and give a see if that will help you there uh back over to you on this randy uh billy received a notice of an upcoming rate change he says on his adjustable rate mortgage and on mm-hmm. he wrote us in an email he asks why did he receive that and And what should he know? I think we may know the answer. Give that person, and I'll I'll give a follow up question. Yeah,
0: right. NMLS number two six
1: three
0: six two. So, so the what what is happening is is most of the time. Most uh, uh arms are set up where they can move two points a year for a maximum of six and it's index plus margin. And I won't get too detailed in that. And what obviously is- those have moved. Yeah, yeah, that bore people yeah. to death, number one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh index plus margin. So it, it what what it what it has happened is it, it probably went up two points and they have to send a notice out uh depending on uh the lender between uh 30 and 60 days before saying, hey, your rate is going to adjust, and they can go up a maximum again of six points so let's say their floor rate was four and a half percent it could go up to uh ten and a half and um i was never a proponent of uh adjustable rate mortgages i've sold two of my life in 20 wow. 23 years now wow. um uh, uh, i just don't uh unless there's a really a situation for sure you're going to move you can save a half a point or three quarters of a point but uh, unfortunately, this would be a situation where probably he'll want to look at uh, getting uh, doing a refinance and getting into a 30-year fixed rate.
1: All right, so this does beg the question, which is the second part of this. So, kind of give us a quick, easy to understand overview of what an ARM or a adjustable rate mortgage is for anybody who might be shopping for one.
0: Yeah, so so you, you most of them are seven one, uh, so you have a fixed rate for seven years or a five-year fixed rate, and usually they run about. Uh, a half a point to uh, right now they're not but usually a half a point to a quarter of a point better than fixed rate whatever mm-hmm. the fixed rate is at that time mm-hmm. and the theory is is those rates will stay down and you stay about a quarter to a half a point or number two you're going to sell your house uh or, and move by then so that's Before why some people yeah, yeah yeah
1: got it all right uh just a reminder a little later on in today's show what direction does your home face do you know you may want to grab a compass and figure that out because there's a secret impact to your house direction that you may not know about. We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. A reminder that if you want to see what uh, buyers and sellers are saying about us, our Secola team, because we're constantly looking to help you uh, list and sell your home and or uh, buy a home, you can go to LouisvilleZillow.com or Louisville Google com Or you can call me at 376-5483 to schedule an appointment. Lee, we go back over to you. Jenny just bought her home last year. She has a neighbor who asked permission to build a pool in that neighbor's backyard. So far, so good, right? The neighbor in talking with Jenny said that the pool equipment and filter, so the pump and the filter, would not be on Jenny's side <laughs> of the yard, so closest to, you know where this is going, right? Yes, Four months later, and Jenny writes in that the pump and filter is on Jenny's side of the yard in the back, right where, I guess, where Jenny has a patio and relaxes. So she's wondering any recourse. You never got anything in writing, just the word of this neighbor.
2: Well, it comes to mind the phrase, you should always ask for permission (laughs) instead of forgiveness. This girl asked for permission and then went ahead and did the opposite. So uh, I doubt it. I'm I'm assuming that since she has a pool, it's allowed to have a pool. And since it's in her yard, she can probably put her pump and her filter wherever she chooses. It's a little odd to sort of butter it up that way and then go the opposite. But my guess is maybe the people who are installing the pool said it's got to be over here. So, yes, I mean, I guess at some point if it's too noisy or if it's too, uh, you know, affects her enjoyment of her property, she could have a, a noise complaint or some kind of an HOA complaint. But just where it's located, unless there's a rule against that in their neighborhood or that, I doubt she's going to have a lot of recourse.
1: There's no way to take her to court and say, hey, she told us it was going to be on the other side. And now it's there's nothing you can do about that, I guess, is it?
2: Yeah, because, I mean, it's not really it's not really a contract between the two. It's just so, it was sort of a informative yeah uh discussion more so than a contractual discussion
1: yeah i i wonder if they make sort of containment housings for pu- uh, pump systems to quiet the noise i gotta believe there's something if anywhere, would, you think
2: how, yeah i would yeah. think so yes
1: yeah so if any of our listeners are in the pool business um do me a favor and would you could you just email me or call me and let us know, and we'll pass that on to Jenny, because I'm sure she'd love to hear that there's a solution that might be more uh, acceptable to the situation she finds herself in. You can call me also at 376-5483 or email me, bob at we com. All right, Randy, Samantha writing in, she says um, she applied for a mortgage, uh, a loan, and the lender denied her application. Uh-huh. Uh, the lender indicates it's a credit history problem. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go into any more detail than that. So she's asking, what can she do at this point? What's What could the game play, not only for Samantha, but for any of our listeners who, or for your friends, relatives, kids, who maybe wanted to get a mortgage down the road here, what should they mm-hmm. be doing for their credit?
0: Well, uh, I think you need to get with the loan officer um, and see what she needs to do to improve their credit. Uh, if If... Uh, you know, probably sincerely about ten percent of the loan officers would be able to educate her in the right direction on hey, this is what you need to do to really improve your credit. And if she doesn't get the right answer, tell her to call me. Sincerely, I'll help her with that and, and I'll be glad to pull it uh free of charge. But um yeah. if in and 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 that scenario is is really the loan officer should be able to educate them on what they need to do. And a lot of it has to do with again, and this is a big one is keeping the credit Card limit under thirty percent all the time, especially when you're young, like my kids were. If you have a thousand dollar limit, you don't want to go over three hundred. You want to pay it off, even if there's it's not due. And uh, it's why they have all have above seven twenty credit scores. i probably even seven eighty to eight hundred. Oh, um, yeah, that's a very out. very important yeah. thing is, yeah. is 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 uh, credit card balance and open trades.
1: Yeah, Randy, you, you mentioned pulling um, Samantha's credit score, uh-huh. which brings up a, a just a quick question that we should probably review at this point. If someone is listening and they want to check their credit score uh, or have a mortgage company check their credit score to make sure they're able to get a mortgage, yeah. does that hurt them? We've talked about this in the past. What what's your uh, theory?
0: That that yeah. is a great question, yeah. and and there's a lot of theories. My theory is, and I I, I but what I see is do the fact it's a it's an asset which is a mortgage it does not affect your credit score. If we were getting 90 days same as cash or a credit card it could affect it either way. But I do not think that that happens when you're pulling it for a how, home but some people disagree with that statement.
1: Got it. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back folks, so does your home face the right direction? You'd be surprised about some of the things that um that this brings to mind and what you might want to be able to learn from this. And also Lee on bat or up on deck for you when you're at bat next a question about the Jefferson County 10-year non-removable lithium smoke detector battery ordinance
2: okay no,
1: I know that's we've talked that was about a that right now nope. <laughs> With us continuing throughout the show, Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow, they do a great job of getting you closed, and they also have great cookies for the closing as well. You can reach Lee and the folks over there, and this is her direct cell phone number. By the way, she's a friend to all of us as realtors, so you can call her for advice. And she she she's a former uh, real estate uh, commission. Uh, head honcho for the Kentucky Real Estate Commission, so she knows what she's talking about. You can reach her at 649- 7964. And then if you're thinking about getting a loan, you definitely want to shop rates, but also shop service. And one of the guys I can recommend very highly, Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. He and his team are phenomenal when it comes to getting your loan approved and closed. You can reach Randy directly at 645-0736- and if you are thinking about buying or selling, I am here for you day and night, weekends as well. Yes, after the show, you can reach out and call me as well. I will answer my phone. You can call me on 376-5483. That's 376-LIVE. Or you can go to BobSellsLouisville.com or WeSellLouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
2: seven seven.
1: Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home
0: Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? There's a 2-1 buy-down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year, and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be
1: afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645 736 MLS two.
0: You probably don't think you spend
1: much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let AquaLock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter.
0: Call AquaLock
1: today for your free inspection. 495-9450.
2: In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Ciccola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale, a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money. And they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did.
1: News Radio 840 WHS Bob Sikola, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corkman. We appreciate your endorsement. We love you on Shark Tank. She doesn't really want to do Shark Tank as much as she's done in the past. She told me when Greg and I were up in New York a couple of months ago, filming the most recent commercial, she says it's a lot of work. Well, okay, we understand, but we love you on there, Barbara, nonetheless. With us and continuing, we've got the one and only Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. You can reach him to get a... Pre approval and approve for a loan at 645 0736. Also, Lee Harris, who is legal counsel at Limestone Title and Escrow, and they do a great job of getting you closed. You can reach Lee on her personal cell phone, 649 7964. If you are thinking of selling or buying, we're ready. I've got a team for buyers. I personally handle the sellers. I'll come out. We can talk on the phone. We can do it via Zoom or FaceTime we can meet in person the old fashioned way. Yeah. And (laughs) um, I come out, there's no fee, no obligation for me to come out and talk, give you as much time as you need. You can reach me on my cell phone at three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three, or you can start the ball rolling by go to Bob All one word, Bob All right. What home uh, direction is your home facing? Uh, I don't know if Randy, if you or Lee know. Oh yeah, I know exactly. I'm thinking
2: thinking mine faces South.
1: Okay. southwest. Southwest. Okay, so he- here's why this is so important. Considering the direction the home faces, it will help, but not only helps hunters, because in some some ethnicities, they want a specific facing home for specific reasons. However, there are some directions that are not as good as others for us living in the United States. Uh, the, um, the best direction, quite frankly, is based on how much energy you will save. In the U.S. and the rest of the Northern Hemisphere, south-facing windows receive the greatest amount of sunlight because the sun shines from the south, right? Uh, And a home's orientation is not only important for sunlight, but also for warmth. So for instance, the southern exposure of a home, especially for homes with the many south-facing windows, will collect most of the warmth from the sun, and this can be both a benefit and a determinant because radiant heat from the sun can help reduce heating costs in the winter, especially in colder climates. But of course, in the summer, it's the reverse. The heat can lead to higher cooling bills. Homes are that are oriented to the north typically receive most of their direct sunlight in the back of the building, and as a result, a north-facing house may remain cooler in the summer than a a south-facing house. And if uh, your main entrance faces north and you live in Louisville or southern Indiana, your home could experience worse cold weather effects because of the lack of direct sunlight. A north-facing home's facade is more likely to fall victim to ice dams and icicles, and driveways and slippery (laughs) walkways can be especially treacherous. So some of the things that uh, really go into when you're looking for a home what to look for. And if you want more information about that, feel free to email me and I'll send you the full report, bob at Louisville.com. Lee, we go back to you and uh, this is a pet peeve for a lot of people. Rebecca writes and she says she's selling her home in Louisville. Her agent tells her she needs to buy a new 10-year lithium uh, lithium non-removable battery smoke detector after she gets a contract, but before she closes in her home. So far, so good, Lee? That's correct. Right. Rebecca is annoyed she says because <laughs> she bought her uh 10-year lithium non-removal battery smoke detector three months ago oh yeah. our agent says that's great but you need to have it new after you get a contract yes. so let's start with that okay but she ha- she does have to buy a new one right
2: Yes, and in the it's actually in the contract that says, and it's actually bolded because people will like. Uh, I feel feel for you, Rebecca, because they're about forty or fifty dollars. So I hear where you're coming from, but it actually says new in the contract. So to comply with your contract and the law, you have to get a, a one after you sign the contract and before you close and install it because. uh you know, there's certain people who might think that they got it, uh, you know, recently, but maybe it really is more than 10 years ago or maybe it's getting older. And and so the the purpose of the law is to make sure that for at least 10 years, this person has a has a smoke detector so that if something happened at the property, they'd be protected. And that means, of course, also the installation because a lot of people forget about it and then they say, oh, well, I'll give it to the buyer and they'll install it. But that kind of defeats whether or not they're going to be safe.
1: One of the reasons that Rebecca is irked is because she's found out, and Lee, maybe you can verify this, she says that the smoke detector ordinance in Jefferson County, and by the way, this only pertains to residents, people selling their homes in Jefferson County, the ordinance was written by a smoke detector company. Is is that Uh, true? Have we heard that?
2: I'm not sure that's true. I think there was probably consultation on how they have to be properly installed, and it's very hard to find, by the way. It's kind of a you could dig deep on the internet and try to find the proper installation, but they probably consulted on that and said that it it, it was a good idea. So yes, yes I can understand th- that annoyance. <laughs> there is an
1: annoyance there. Yeah, there's yes. a conflict of interest when you have the smoke detector company writing the regulations. <laughs> Sorry, just, I, would, I would be going to the fire department, let them, let the fire departments do the work and let you know what to do. All right, we move forward. Stacy sent us an email for you, Randy. She's just lost her job. We're sorry, Stacy. She says, I can't make my mortgage payments. How long will it take before I'll face foreclosure? Uh,
0: right. Usually the process starts after 120 days being late. Uh, then they start the process. And I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, so am I. Um, the, and, and that's changed since 2008, 9, 10, 11, and 12 to some level. because Well, yeah. yeah yeah let, stay you, in the house. Yeah.
0: yeah, let me ask you. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question, Bob. In that situation, yeah. so that it doesn't go to auction, wouldn't it be better to call you and yeah,
1: do a short sale?
0: Yep. Yeah, or, or not even at that point if she if she's not made any late payments, go ahead and sell it now, and then she would not be even a, in a short sale situation.
1: Right. As as because if you are able to sell it, or if you right. are behind in your mortgage to move forward in a short sale, sale scenario you're at least leaving on your own terms as opposed to the bank and the share well the and, and
0: and right and and the thing is is she knows now that hey i'm not gonna be able to make my mortgage next month or even to say she's 30 days late the payoff will show that obviously when they go to the yeah. closing table so that would be a lot better situation she'd make a lot more equity because her house is i would say more than likely has some equity in it yeah. right now
1: yeah all right, we're going to move forward. Uh, if, uh, by the way, you're thinking about selling your home, uh, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. And if you'd like a copy, send an email to me, Bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line, and I'll send that out to you electronically immediately. Back over to you, Lee. James is writing in. He says that he's lived in his apartment here in Louisville for seven years now. The person who moved in below him four years ago is constantly complaining about noise issues coming from James's apartment. He writes in the email, she's harassing me, hanging, banging on the door, yelling at me. James says he's a senior that lives alone and doesn't have friends. I think we actually talked about this a week or so ago, but he did not hear the response. So I'm asking you, Lee, what are his options in handling the downstairs neighbor at this point?
2: Uh, Well, I'm presuming that he has already gone to his landlord and told the landlord about the issue. Um, So naturally, in any kind of situation, whether it's purchasing a home or renting an apartment, you have the right to have uh, what's called quiet enjoyment of your uh, unit. And therefore, the lease will undoubtedly say that. And the landlord-tenant law says that. So if he's not having quiet enjoyment, then his landlord is really the one that should be taking over that situation and either relocating one of them or... uh, Putting in some kind of penalty if she continues her activity. Some people really just should not be uh, on the first floor because they're very sensitive to to noise, and somebody just walking and doing normal things will bother them. So, really, it might be best if the landlord intervenes and perhaps finds her a, a unit that'd be more suitable to her. Um, so, but certainly he has the right to be in his property, and as long as he's not, you know, banging noise. on pans yeah, and right. yeah, <laughs> playing the drums late at night, he should be he should be have some recourse.
1: All right. Uh, if you, by the way, want to sign up for our monthly video updates, we do these uh, updates twice a month. Go to we sell That's we sell Louisville.tv. Randy Joey was uh, checking his mortgage statement, thought he saw something unusual. The amount of money that has gone towards the principal after 10 years is the problem. She, Joey says, Uh, in the email that she's asking uh she says i disagree with my mortgage servicer about the amount it says that i owe what can she do she's difficult getting a hold of the mortgage servicer I
0: Uh, i would first of all run an amortization schedule just to make sure that is the case so you can easily do that online and then if it is the case then if she's having a hard time with her servicer I think she would probably need to go to her state, and Lee, you could probably weigh in on this, uh, like go to the State Department of Financial Institutions and Mm -hmm. start there. What do you think, Lee? Would would that be kind of?
2: I think that's a good idea. I actually know their number. If you want me to say it, it's 502-573-3390. So if you call that number, that's the Department of Financial Institutions in Frankfurt, and they could have a complaint department if you are having trouble getting in touch with your lender or your servicer or anyone like that, uh, and they're not following the proper notice guidelines, and even if there's an issue with the with the the amount that's due. Hmm.
1: Okay, good good answer. I'm glad you have that phone number. All right, time for one final question, Lee. It goes to you. Jane sent us an email, says she lives in a private subdivision, and somebody who was not a resident is parking his cars in front of her property. She says... It's between one and three cars that are left and could stay as long as up to three or four months at a time. So uh, Jane says that she has tagged them personally as abandoned, but then whoever the guy is returns or moves the cars and she's wondering what does she do? She's throwing her hands up trying to figure out what to happen here.
2: Well, uh, if it's on private property, then sh- they usually have either posted signs that say who can park there, or they have rules about that. So it's probably uh, okay to contact the, if it's an apartment complex and it, and there's a manager, or if it's the police, someone who has jurisdiction over that lot to let them know that, because par- cars aren't supposed to be parked or abandoned for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And even just moving them, if it's several months, that's going to be too long. So if they don't live there, then the the owner of that complex or the police in that area can have them towed.
1: Do you suggest putting up a no trespassing sign? Is that even, would that do anything other than- Posted possible?
2: signs Posted signs do actually help, yes, oh, because okay. it, it could also say, you know, if you're here longer than, or you don't live here, you can be fined, or you can be towed, or if or if you, you can't be here longer than 24 hours, or whatever the the rules might be in that particular area.
1: Got it. All right, we are out of time. By the way, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, the Secola team, go to uh, louisvillesellerstalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. All right, we're out of time. Uh, my thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. Good job with all the info. You can reach Randy to get your loan uh, approved and to the closing table. Randy's number is 645 Also, when you're looking for a closing attorney, I can highly suggest they do a great job is Limestone Title and Escrow. Lee Harris is legal counsel over there and you can reach Lee on his cell phone. I remember agents, fellow agents, She can help you as well. If you need help, she's a good source of information and Lee's number 649-7964. And if you're thinking of selling, I would love to help you. And if you're looking at buying, we've got buyer agents that will help you as well. I'll come out. We can talk about the process. It's free, no obligation. Give you as much time as I possibly can spare that you would need. Just simply call me at 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. Thanks, folks. Thanks for being out there. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.